Hello and welcome back to another episode of Real Talk with Nick Anderson. Today I speak with a friend of mine, Danielle, and she talks about her struggles at an early age growing up with eating disorders and growing up with poor body image and all the people around her cheering her on for her toxic habits. And she tells her story about how she got out of that, how she changed her mindset and is feeling much better now. And it's it's truly a fantastic story, and I really hope you enjoy this episode. Good. How is your um, your Saturday morning going? It's going well. How is yours? It's, it's pretty good. We're having um, both of our parents over for Mother's Day today. Oh, yikes. So yeah. <laughs> we have been like cleaning the house like crazy and uh, we just had our roof redone. So um, I pulled like the attic stairs down and a bunch of like shingle oh, no. material came down on the floor. <laughs> so if you hear vacuuming in the background, that is Danielle vacuuming that in the background. Totally not, fine. <laughs> not the Danielle on the podcast for anyone listening. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, so obviously I know a lot about you. We've worked together in the past. You've been my client for a little while. Um, but just for like everyone listening, why don't you kind of share your story and how you got to where you are today? Oh boy. Um, okay. So I guess I don't really like to call my like journey, um, a fitness journey because for me, it's more of like a mental, it's been more of a mental journey, I'd say. Mm. Um, so, I mean, I have struggled with, um, body image and that type of um, thing since as early as eight and 10 years old. Um, I can remember just developing this like very hyper um, awareness of my body at a young age. And I don't know if it's because um, I developed very quickly at that age and then I just kind of stopped. Um, So I, I was noticing like, boobs before all my friends and I got my period before all my friends and then all of a sudden by the time I got to junior high like I just stopped growing in general like I haven't grown a foot since or an inch since then you know what I mean so um, yeah I think I just it started then um I don't know I just have so I feel like I have so much to say and I'm very nervous um (laughs) That's okay. Shared... I'm nervous during every podcast. So yeah, like, I've never we're in the same this... boat here. Yeah, I've never shared any of this before. So it's just like um, kind of a whole new ball game for me. But yeah, I mean, I can remember my first time um, crash dieting in high school, two weeks before prom, um, because my seamstress told me that my dress didn't fit. <laughs> um, oh my. Yep. I remember losing seven pounds in two weeks before prom. And I was just like, I cannot believe this is happening. I can't believe this is happening. Like my my beautiful dress that I love so much. Like she's telling me it doesn't fit. Um, that was definitely my first time crash dieting. Um, and then I feel like I've just struggled like 
from then until now, like now I feel like I'm doing so well. Um, I, I met you guys through the discord. Well, I met Danielle. I went to high school with Danielle. Um, right. And she's always been like such a like kind person, you know? Um, and so I learned about discord through her and I feel like during the pandemic, like I, I me as I'm sure as well as everyone else in the world, like we've just gone through such a huge shift, um, whether it be mentally, emotionally, um, people, people's lives have just completely changed, you know? And so I had my son in October and then everything shut down in March. So, um, not only did I have my son in October, I also, I had left my job to become a stay at home mom of two. So I had left my job. I had my son like two weeks after I left my job. Um, my husband started a new job where he was working crazy hours. Um, so a different schedule than we were used to. Um, then everything shut down in March when I like just kind of felt like I was getting the groove of everything shut down. So not only was I going through a lot of changes at home, and then finally feeling like, okay, I have a grip on this whole motherhood thing, this whole um, stay-at-home mom thing. Then everything shut down. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, <laughs> oh, my God. Like, what do I do? And so I just kind of reverted back into that old, like, what can I control? And at that moment, I felt like my diet was something. Because for me, like I said, I've always struggled with that in the past. Um, and I could go into depth with that. But. It's just, I've, um, I don't know if I would disorder because I've never actually been diagnosed, but I would not eat. Um, I would, I was very addicted to the scale. Um, I was very afraid of weight gain. Um, there was a point where I would do this. I would jump on the Stairmaster for an hour um and not even take a break and not even think anything of it because I just wanted to get off of the Stairmaster knowing that I burnt calories and that I probably weigh less than I did when I jumped on like I it would, I just have had like a very unhealthy um experience when it comes to body image and fitness so when when the pandemic happened and when I felt like things were spiraling out of control for me I was like okay let me, let me control myself. Let me control my weight. Let me control what I'm putting into my body. Like that, that's where I'm like, I can control my life right now. And then I just was like, this isn't working. This isn't working for me. I'm starving myself. I don't like, I'm not feeling well. I'm feeling irritable. Um, I don't feel like I can be spontaneous. I feel like I'm having a lot of anxiety around food. So then I was like, okay, is going to work for me. I need to set a better example for my children. I need to figure out how I can feel better about myself. So then back to the whole Danielle thing, like Danielle was, um, she had been posting about the discord thing. And I was like, oh, like, I don't know, like I'm at a loss. I feel like I, like, I am like drowning. Like I need an outlet. Like I need something to make me feel better about myself. So I joined discord and that's kind of how I met you. Um, and for a while, I feel like I kind of just sat back and kind of observed what was going on there. And I feel like everyone's sharing their struggles and what they've been through really helped me come out of my shell. Um, and I, yeah. I feel, I feel I wanna, like, I'm in, I, sorry, sorry. No, sorry. I'm going to let you, um, continue that discussion, but I want to just like 
provide some context for anyone listening yes. who doesn't know what Discord is. Um, myself and my fiance, Danielle, we have a small little group that we run, um, basically where people just like kind of share their struggles and their successes with their fitness, their mindset, their health. And um, Danielle is part of that. If you'd like to join, uh, let me know and we can set you up. It's totally free, but just wanted to provide some context there before we got too into that. And everybody's like, what the hell is Discord? <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean like Discord really like, I don't know if like I sound dramatic by saying that like it's changed my life, but like, honestly, I feel like before I joined Discord, like, of course I have friends and I have family and I have a great group of friends and I love my family very much, but I just, I needed something else, like something more, like a place where I could go to just like, I don't know, not, not, I get just, I needed people to listen and I needed people who are going through something similar as me. And I feel like I found that in discord. Like, I feel like I'm not afraid to be myself. I can say whatever the hell I want to say. I have so much support there. I'm not, I don't have this like feeling that I'm not physically good enough anymore. I don't, I'm not counting my cucumbers anymore. Like <laughs> I'm going to have a bottle of wine if I want to have the entire bottle of wine and I'm not going to feel guilty about it, you know? So I feel like discord has really helped my mental state um just talking through a lot of things and I know you obviously there's therapy and there's so many other things but like sometimes you just want like a good group of people to be around you know like you want you want to feel like you're not alone and during this pandemic and feeling like I needed to find more I really feel like I found that in discord um I don't know. I feel like I could talk forever. I, I don't know what direction to go in <laughs> right. now. I feel like I just rambled for a while. No, that's great. This is exactly what out. I want out of this. Like, just just go off and ramble. But um, no, I think I think uh, Discord is such a great place. And I honestly, like, you are like the heart and soul of that place. It would not be the same without you. You are one of the most active people on there, and you share so much information. And I think it inspires a lot of people in the group to to work on their mindset as well. And I think the great part of that is it's kind of like a herd mentality. Like we all have that that same mindset around exercise and nutrition. And but maybe it's it's because this is something that just like I've taught and I've preached about. And then everyone kind of picks up on that and it's like, wow, yeah. Um, but I think you've learned a lot through that, especially like you've come so far. Like I, I really have like, and I really, I don't like to brag. Like I'm not an open person. Like, obviously I'm so nervous to like even be sharing all of this, but like, I don't like to share a lot about my personal life, but like, I feel like discord and the people who are part of that have really helped me open up and have really helped me grow this past. I'd even say this past like year, um, I just feel like I'm at such a great mental state when it comes to fitness and nutrition and even just like um, not tearing myself apart every morning when I look in the mirror or not hating myself for having a bag of chips before I go to bed. Like it's really just given me such a place, a safe space. Absolutely. And I think you've become one of the people that like, you started in there looking for inspiration and now you've become the inspiration, which is Aww. just amazing. Thank you. 
Um, but tell me more about like, I guess you kind of your young age body image, because I think that's something a lot of people struggle with, like um, having negative body image at an early age. I just talked to someone a few episodes ago who talked about their body image at like 11 years old. And it sounds like you have a similar story. I want to hear a little more about that if you're willing yeah, to share it. Um, so I around, I'd say around the ages of eight and 10 years old is when I really started becoming aware of my body. Um, like I said, I started to develop very early. I got my period very early before any of my friends. I was in like fifth grade and already wearing a bra because I needed one, not just because I wanted to wear it. Um, and I've already, I had already had my period for like a while. And this was like when all my friends were just starting to experience these things. And I was like bigger than everyone. And I was just very aware of that. Um, and I'd say once I started to enter junior high was when I started to, um, I stopped growing, which I didn't, that didn't really have much to do with anything at that time. But I also started to at that age. That's when it kind of began for me. Um, like I wouldn't really eat meals. I wouldn't eat breakfast. I would skip lunch at school so that I could buy either like an ice cream sandwich or a bag of chips at, uh, when I got off the bus or instead of eating my lunch, that's what I would use my lunch money towards at school. Um, and that's what I would eat for the whole day. And then I'd come home and like, of course, I'd be in front of my parents. So like I'd eat dinner in front of them. And then like that was kind of it for a very long time. I, I really I that's where my um I don't, I don't know what you would call it. My, my bad relation, my poor relationship with food and eating. That's really where it began. Um, and it followed me all the way up until now. I mean, even now I struggle with it. Like, of course, now I'm in a much better place. Um, and like I said, it has to do a lot about a lot with, um, the people I surround myself with now. And, um, even like social media following, like I got to a point when this whole, like, everything shut down. I was feeling really bad about myself. And I was like, you know what, I need to figure out a way to make myself feel good about me. And part of that was going to social media and unfollowing anyone that made me feel bad about myself. And it had nothing to do with them. It had nothing to do with those people. You know what I mean? Like, it it just had something to do with like, when I looked at them, it brought out negative feelings for myself right like you Um, compare yourself exactly yeah exactly like so I mean it's it's been a a journey it really has for me absolutely um and I think there's a lot to be said there about who you surround yourself with and how that affects you um if you're surrounding yourself with negative people all the time you're you're gonna feel negative like if you surround yourself with other people who who restrict their eating. I don't know if this is the case for you. So um, either way, um, if you surround yourself with people who restrict their eating, like you will glorify that in that group. Like you will all be like, yeah, we're doing so good. We all skipped our breakfast and lunches today and you all feel great about that. But if you surround yourself with the right people who are like, I don't know, that doesn't sound like such a good idea. You'll be like, oh, maybe, maybe you're right. Yeah. I think for me, I'm at a young age. It it was more so like I was bigger than everyone. 
in middle school but then when I got to junior high and started restricting my eating I was smaller than everyone and people were noticing that I was tiny and people were commenting on my size and it felt good to Mm. I I almost felt like it was uh, they were like complimenting me on how small I was so it comes back to that whole I felt like my worth was in my size um and I felt like that for a very long time um I I would count my calories and I would only allow myself 500 to a thousand calories for years I didn't oh I lost, yeah I didn't get my period for years um like I said I would go on this I'd go to the gym I'd do some strength training and then I'd go on the stairmaster for like an hour like just ridiculous things that you I look back on now and I'm like I was a fucking nut like I'm crazy <laughs> like, like who does that like I would never want my child to feel like that or live like that like and now that I'm a mother and especially a mother of a daughter like I want to set a better example for her I I want to show her that I can eat a bacon cheeseburger the entire damn thing if I want to and have a beer with it and then if I want to go work out I will if I don't I'm not going to you know like I want her to know that it's okay to do what you want and and life and not restrict yourself you I was, I was at a point where I felt like I couldn't even just like spontaneously go out to eat with my friends because I was having such anxiety around food. I was feeling like, oh my God, they're going to want to get an appetizer and I can't legal for breakfast. And it got to the point where I just, I, I couldn't even think about going out to eat, you know? And then once I got older um, and I, I have two best friends that they love to eat and it's like they're not unhealthy but like that's they find enjoyment in food and like it is fun for them to go try new things and go go to different places and surrounding myself with them especially um and them being the ones who kind of like they started my um getting me out of that thought process where they were like you're counting your cucumbers like you're literally counting your slices of cucumbers you're crazy like that's insane do you know how crazy that sounds you know like things like that like then I was like oh wow yeah that is a little crazy like I don't know why I do that because it's, it's a cucumber I could eat the whole thing if I want to you know right right <laughs> so I mean I feel like it started with me feeling like I was getting some type of gratification out of people telling me how small I was and then as I became an adult and surrounded myself with people who are healthy um and who have this these strong personalities and who are good enough friends to be like what you're doing is batshit crazy. <laughs> um, and then joining the Discord group, you know, I just feel like now that I am an adult and finally surrounding myself with people who make me feel good, I'm finally at a spot where I don't need to feel guilty for what I put in my body. I'm more than what I'm putting in my body. Like my size doesn't matter. Who I am as a person matters. What I do when people aren't looking matters. It doesn't matter that I eat a bag of chips and go straight to bed. Like who I am as an individual matters. I don't care if my best friend is, I'm not saying they are, but if my best friend were to be 350 pounds, like who cares if they're a good person and they're good to me and they're good to other people. That's what matters. Their soul matters. Not, not whether they run a 5k every day, like, you know, right. Nobody is friends with you because you you look a certain way. I don't think there's anyone in the world that's like, maybe in high school, that's a different story, exactly. especially with exactly. girls. But like, 
nobody is like, oh, I'm not friends with that person because they weigh 250 pounds. Like uh, you're friends with the person because of who they are as a person. And that's so well said the way you said that. Um, And it sounds like for you, you've placed a lot more value in who you are as a person, who you are as a friend, who you are as a mother than who you are on the scale, which isn't even an identity. Who you are on the scale isn't even an identity. It's just a three digit number that means absolutely nothing as to who you are as a person. This pandemic and I feel like I've had um, a lot of time to just kind of sit and be with my thoughts. And I feel like I've really been able to find myself in a sense. Um, And especially now that I'm a mother, like it's not all that I am, but it is a huge part of who I am. And I can't allow myself to pass on these insecurities and these anxieties around food to my children. It's just not something that I'm going to let happen. You know what I mean? Um, I just, I want to set a better example for myself, for my children, for my family. Um, and like I said, this, this pandemic and everything being closed and me not being able to go anywhere or do anything, like I've really had the time to sit and reflect on where, what direction I want my life to go in. I'm not a teenager anymore. I have my own thoughts. I know what's healthy and what's unhealthy. And I want to set a good example for the people I surround myself with. And I think that's such a good motivator. There are so many people that are motivated by things like, oh, I want to look good naked, which that's fine. That's that's a great motivator, too. If that's what your goal is, then great. Um, but for you, your motivator is to set a good example for your children. And that is a very long-term motivator that you will always want to do that as long as they are children and even when they're adults as well. Like that, that motivation will sit with you forever instead of like, oh, well, I've reached a certain point and now I want to tone up my abs a little more. Like you'll constantly be looking at that, that body image piece. And I think most people who struggle with body image, I think everyone struggles with body image, actually. I don't think there's a person alive who doesn't have some level of body image issues. Yeah. But it's one of those things like you you'll always say oh I'll be better when I'll feel better when and when that happens you will add something onto that oh well this happened but now I'll feel better when I have better biceps (laughs) whatever exactly but for you you don't always be a motivation to set a good example for your kids like you can have that positive feedback from them and see that you're doing well and I think that will just continue it throughout your whole life and I think that you're set up in such a good spot to make these mindset changes and clearly based on how you're talking you've come so far in the past year um, it's honestly amazing what do you think is is the most contributing factor like I know you talked about a lot of things about the people you surround yourself with the the people that like to go out to dinner um, and just like COVID kind of being a factor like what do you think is the biggest factor in you wanting to make those changes and like actually doing it um I think that for so long um oh god I'm gonna get emotional (laughs) please do if you start to cry I'll cry too so Um, it's okay (laughs) I, I just think that for so long I 
felt like I needed outside validation because I didn't feel good enough for myself. Um, And I feel like I'm just finally at a point. I've done a lot of self-searching, a lot of soul-seeking. I'm finally at a point where I don't need the outside validation to make myself feel fulfilled because I finally feel like I'm enough the way I am. That's amazing. I don't have anything to prove to anyone. I am who I am. And if you don't like it, then I'm just, do you know what I mean? Like not, not in a way like, oh, well, I am what I am. I did what I did. But like, I feel like I'm a good person. I feel like I do good things. I feel like I try my best. If I'm not your cup of tea, then go find another one. You know what I mean? Like I, if I, I feel like I don't need somebody else to validate me because I feel like I'm at a point where I like who I am. And if you don't like who I am, then get to step in. (laughs) 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 That's just, I mean, I guess that's kind of what it boils down to for me. I feel like I finally, if I were to spend time with me, I would enjoy my own company. And I feel like I am the woman that I have always wanted to be. And of course, I definitely have room to grow. Everyone has room to grow. But I feel like... 13 year old me 15 year old me even 18 year old me I'm at a point where I feel like the younger versions of myself would enjoy my company they would be proud of who I am I've worked so hard to get to this point to feel like a good just feel good in my skin like I don't care if I'm a size zero anymore like that doesn't matter it doesn't matter my soul matters I have I'm I just feel good about me I absolutely love that. I love everything about what you just said. You you care more about who you are as a person and anyone who doesn't who doesn't like you, like whatever, you're you. You're unapologetically you. And that is seriously something to strive for because it's so hard when we are seeking outside validation and a lot of us still do. I think to some degree all of us still do. Um, like, cause it's, it's kind of bullshit when people say like, oh, I don't care what people think because on some level, on of some level you, you do, do. Exactly. but, but if you're the person that you're trying to please the most, then trying to please, I don't know, your family or people you see on Instagram, people who see you on Instagram, like the moment you start trying to please yourself instead of those people, it's just such a switch. Like, and I feel too, like especially in my position, like I have two children, I have a husband, my family is very important to me. And I feel like if I'm not feeling fulfilled, and I'm not doing things to fill up my own cup, I can't help them fulfill their dreams and what they need. And I can't provide for my family if I am not feeling like I am fulfilled myself. Right. So I I feel like it's been a very long journey to finally get to this point where I'm feeling okay. You know what I mean? And I'm feeling like I can give my children what they, my family, what, what it needs um, because I'm feeling good for myself. Yeah. And I, I think that's, that's amazing because because you recognize that and 13 year old, 15 year old, 17 year old, you wouldn't have recognized that no. she was constantly seeking that validation of other people. And 
you weren't happy then. Like clearly you weren't happy because you were spending an hour on the Stairmaster to try and please other people, not even to please yourself, but trying to please other people and get that validation back of like, oh, Danielle, you look so skinny and you're just like getting that high off of that. Yep. That's exactly and, what it was. I loved and, hearing that. I loved hearing how small I looked. I loved hearing, oh, like this won't fit me, but you can have it because you're small. Like I loved hearing that. Now I'm like, I was 104 pounds. Like, ugh. like granted, I'm under five feet tall. So like I should be a little smaller, but like 104 pounds. Yikes. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what do you like hearing now? Like when people are like, wow, Danielle, you've changed so much in your mindset. Like, does that get you going? I, when you, you, so, um, I think there was a time when you said to me that, so this, this relates, but kind of not really, but when I was talking to you about how I felt like I was binge eating and you were like, Danielle, are you binge eating or are you just snacking? And I was like, you know what? You're right. I'm having a fucking snack. I'm having like six crackers. It's fine. I'm not binge eating. Like it's okay. You know? So when I realized things like that, like I know you didn't mean for it to be a compliment, but to me, it was like, it kind of made me look at things in a different light. And so when I hear people, when people make me think, when people make me think, it makes me feel like when people put things into a different perspective for me and a a light bulb goes off, it makes me feel good. Or when, like, when you tell me, like, I mean, I feel, I say you, because I feel like, um, a lot of the people here, yes, (laughs) yes, that makes me feel good. Um, when you, when you tell me how far I've come or like when, so when I go out with my friends and they're like, oh my God, like you're going to have like an appetizer with us. And I'm like, hell yeah, I'm going to have an appetizer with you guys. And they're like, oh my, like, wow, like that's awesome. Like things (laughs) like that, like little things like that. Like it really just means a lot for me. Like I feel like my mindset now is in such a different spot than it used to be. And like when people like, like what you said to me about the binge eating thing, like that in that moment, it made me think in a different way and a light bulb went off. And I was like, it made me feel like I came, I've come a long way. Do you know what I mean? Like you didn't mean for it to come out like that, but the way I perceived it was like, wow, like you're right. I am just having a snack. This doesn't need to be called binge eating. I'm having a couple crackers. Like, it's totally fine to do this. I remember that conversation. I I think that was like one of our first week or two, like working together. And I remember you being like, oh, I I feel really guilty. I just like binge ate like six crackers. And I was like, you can't binge eat six crackers. (laughs) (laughs) You ate six crackers. That's that's called a snack. And you're like, "Oh, oh my God, like. It is. And I think, honestly, I think ever since that moment, you, you had such a different mindset around food. I didn't realize how much that affected you. I I love that. And that's (laughs) what I mean. Like, of course, compliments make me feel good. Of course. But like, I think it means more to me when people say things that make me be like, oh, shit. Like, wow. Like, it was almost like um, a mindset change in that moment. And I love that you're so open to being mentally challenged in that way. Um, for a lot of people, people would be like, no, no, I'm binge eating. <laughs> yeah, like, no. And I was like, I, I remember I paused on the phone with you and I was like, no, you're right. You're totally right. Yeah. I, I, ver- I actually very specifically remember that. That's so funny that you brought that up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
was there anything else that you wanted to talk about? I feel like we talked about a lot. This has been amazing, but if there's anything more in your story that you want to share, like I've got plenty of time, like, I know you have a lot to say and yeah, I, love it. I know I just feel like in the beginning too, it was like so choppy because I'm so nervous about like sharing this information because I just feel like I've never out, I've never shared any of this out loud. And a lot of people don't realize, um, how long I've struggled with my body image and, and my anxieties around eating and feeling like, like I've, I had friends in the past who like would get mad at me and be like, you just, you can't just come out. Like you never come out. Duh, 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 duh. Like you can never be spontaneous. And like, it had nothing to do with them. It had everything to do with the way I was looking at the situation. Like if we were just going out to eat, I can't just go out to eat. I was counting 500 to a thousand calories in a day. Like I've already maxed my calories. Like I'm not going to go out to eat and have another 2000 calories. Are you crazy? Like things like that. Um, and I look back on it and I'm like, wow, like that little girl, like Mm. that poor little girl about herself, like the opportunities I missed out on the things I could have experienced. And I was just holding myself back. I think there's something to be said about you having that experience as well, because it's made you into who you are today. Um, there's, there's so much to be said about having negative experiences and them shaping you into who you are today. Obviously I wouldn't want for you to have to like go through that experience again, but in a way there's, there's some positive to be gained about that because you can now talk about this and you can share your story with others who are struggling and help them. And that's amazing. And I just want to say how proud of you I, I am for you sharing all of this information. I know it's, It's not easy to talk about. I know you've gotten emotional a few times during this podcast and that's okay. This is an emotional subject, but it's, it's amazing to hear you talk about this so openly because it's hard. It's so stigmatized to not talk about this. It's very hard. That's why, that's why at first I'm like, uh, uh, I'm (laughs) so shaky. Like it's very hard, especially for it being like my first so open about something like this. And it's something I'm very vulnerable about. Um, I'm happy that I got the chance to share what I have and I hope that people can connect with it. I know a lot of people will connect with us. I definitely can see a bunch of people listening to this, this podcast and be like, wow, this, this sounds like me. This sounds like me as a little girl. Yeah. And for those people who are struggling out there, like I hope you take something out of what Danielle said and just, work on those mindset changes because they're so much more important. And if you're struggling, like seek help, seek, seek people that can help you in your own friend groups, whatever. And also if, if you need it, seek professional help as well. There are great therapists out there who work with people who have eating disorders. And I highly recommend doing that if, if that's something you're interested in. I know therapy can be scary, but it's totally worth it. Yeah, I was definitely going to mention on the therapy thing. I think that there are many times that I definitely could have used um, some major therapy and I never reached out to anyone. And I think that it probably took me a lot longer to get to this point than needed um, mm. if I had seen a therapist. Um, I know a lot of people are afraid to do that type of thing. It's, I think it's finally becoming a little less stigmatized. Um, but 
I felt like I couldn't do that when I really needed one <laughs> at the time. Um, and I, I definitely highly recommend if you feel like you might need a therapist, you probably do. Even if you <laughs> don't feel like that you need one, you probably do. Oh, um, I couldn't agree more. I yeah. talk a lot, a, a lot about this. Like it, you see a doctor for your health when you're healthy, you should see a therapist for your mental health when you're mentally healthy. Like just to keep Absolutely. that in check. Absolutely. And it's very hard to try to work yourself out of um, a, just a hole that you dig yourself into by yourself. Like, trust me, it's been very hard to finally get to a point where I feel good without the help of a therapist. Um, and I should definitely and still to this day should probably call one and be like, hey, what's up? But <laughs> I just <laughs> well, I highly encourage that. <laughs> um, I did want to share too. The, so I have two um, like Instagram accounts that really have helped me um, with my yes, mental um, journey. And so, of course, you and Danielle have been huge helps. Julie has been a huge help. I'm not sure what Julie's Instagram handle is, um, but maybe we can figure that out after. Um, but so the two that I've really, really found inspiring are the Birds Papaya. Um, she's a blogger and she's also a mother. Um, and she's based out of Canada, which I'm Canadian. So I love that. <laughs> um, and also, um, she talks a lot about mental and physical health. She has a podcast. Uh, she's, she's got a lot of things going on, but those are two really, really great, um, pages to follow. I found them very, very helpful in my own healing. Um, and of course talking to you on the reg has been a huge help as well. Um, and I just want to thank you for all the help that you've given me and all the encouragement that you continue to give me every single day. I really appreciate it. It really means more than you know. I'm seriously so glad that it's helped you. And I'm happy to. I'm, I'm happy to help people who are struggling. I know you were struggling for quite some time. And now you're struggling a hell of a lot less. And it, it makes me so happy to see this. Is It's literally why I do this. It's just to <laughs> see people feel better. I love it. It gives me such a sense of fulfillment. Um, but yeah, like, I'm seriously so proud of you for sharing all of this information. It, it was amazing. And I would love to have you on again in the future if you'd be up for it. Um, but this is this has absolutely been amazing. I think this is going to be such a great episode. I'm, I'm pumped to hear how many people are going to get something out of this. Thank you. I feel like we've gotten a good start of it all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's probably a lot more to talk about. Um, but that will be for the next time. Um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I want to thank you so much for coming on this. It's seriously, it's amazing. And I will talk to you soon. Thank you for having me. Of course. Bye. Bye.